right. Welcome back to the Moving Podcast. Today, I am with Rodolfo and our special guest, Yasan. So welcome back, everyone. Thank you. And um, first of all, Yasan, thank you so much for joining us today. It's such a pleasure. Tell us about yourself. Firstly, thanks for having me. Um, so I'm Yazan Al-Bawab. Uh, it's complicated, but I'm uh, a student here. I went to Carleton University. I graduated uh, last year. I'm a So now I'm an engineering in training and uh, an Olympic swimmer. I'm also Rod's roommate. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, um, And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Palestine. I'm half Italian. I've lived in Dubai my whole life. I was born in Saudi. I have a Jordanian passport. Well, technically, but uh, very, very international life. <laughs> and very interesting life. Well, it's international. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when did you arrive in Canada? So uh, you did your whole studies in, in Carleton. So it must have been a couple of years now. Yeah. So about five now. So started 2018, fall 2018. And what did you study? I studied uh, mechanical and aerospace engineering. And what are you doing now? So now I'm doing my master's uh, uh, in international sports management because I got a scholarship um, from the World Olympians Association to do this. Um, so it's it's like a special program for Olympians and it's like it gives you more time to like, you know, not do the work. So it's fantastic. <laughs> And uh, why did you choose Canada? So because you you went everywhere, you were in Dubai, so you had a lot of choices. Why was Canada the, the, the one? You know, it's an interesting question because a lot of people ask me that. And uh, what it is is that when I when I was in high school and everybody was going to like America and stuff, I, I had the choice to go to America too. And uh, even some universities approached me and to want to give me a scholarship. Yeah. But with athletics and uh, well, swimming, if you get, you know, you do a contract and if you get injured, then the contract's over. If you don't make the times, the contract's over. If you, mm. you know, there's so many things, the uh, rules about the contracts. And I was just like, what if I have to, I'm stuck there and it's very expensive there too for an international person. It's like a, you know, with the schools that I was looking at, it could be more like a hundred thousand dollars a year kind of thing. So, uh, and then Europe, I didn't want to go there just 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 because um so canada was the next option and mm -hmm. and uh, in terms of carlton you know it's cheaper you, than other universities in canada so and you looked at like toronto uh, toronto british columbia, british columbia yeah. all those um and i was not looking at swimming at all so it was like oh, okay. just just academics and carlton has uh, the best aerospace program in canada so that's why yeah i'm not that not that good but like it it's just the best one in canada so yeah, <laughs> so, yeah you didn't look at uh, like the sports program of no the no universities uh, or canadian university sport programs are are not very competitive uh, compared to america they are yeah they're yeah, not sure. somewhere if you're an athlete you want to go mm -hmm. yeah. it's a different kind of uh financing and everything yeah, yeah. no it, just like the levels lower there's less you know high level people to train with so yeah. i didn't look at that but and uh, did your parents join you? Do you did you have any member of your family? No, no, no. I they all they all live in Dubai right now. So it's just me. It's always been just me. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a nice experience, I guess. Yeah, and how was the life uh, being uh, here uh, all alone? Uh, was it the, your first time you you lived alone, or yeah, you, you went yeah. out for yeah from your parents? I think in the beginning, as a you know, well, I mean, I'm not a complete 
uh, you know, well, I am an immigrant here, but I, I since I've lived in Dubai, I'm I'm very international, so I did mm-hmm. meet a lot of people, uh, and I know different cultures and everything. But compared to, of course, the person who came back from, you know, comes from uh, third world countries and comes here, I'm a little bit different. But still, I mean, it was a shock. I mean, there's a different culture here, but it was not so much that I was like couldn't handle it because it, yeah. it, it was similar in Dubai. So Dubai is a pretty pretty you know i would say similar here maybe the laws are different but very similar in terms of people and culture what so. about the cold well i mean dubai i mean it's the coldest is probably like 15 degrees and people start wearing like uh, winter jackets <laughs> i've seen i've seen canada i've seen canada goose jackets in the mall so <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I didn't know what they that have was. indoor uh, ski. Uh, oh yeah, 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 right. So of course, of course, of course, y- they do. You had a bit of practice before coming here. No, no. <laughs> Usually, the weird people were in the malls skiing. So yeah, I mean, you would you'd be in school and like, what are you doing next? And we're like, oh, me and my family are going skiing in the mall. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you got to be rich for that. So so yeah, the life of like because uh, in Dubai there's a lot of. Uh, of cultures blending so was it similar did, did you kind of uh, find it comforting to come here and uh, kind of uh, well, find a similar thing to yeah, it yeah i think that it's very similar but there's also kind of a difference in dubai it's more international so it's yeah. more open to different types of people of course because it's also located in the middle you know kind of between you know north america and the rest of asia so yeah. you would think so geographically But also um, here, I, you know, I've never ever felt like a minority. But then mm-hmm. here, you kind of like not in every situation, but you can still tell that you're not the overwhelming majority. And especially yeah. if you go on Google or something, you realize that it's only like, you know, less than one percent of of people here are the same as 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 me. So mm-hmm. technically, I didn't know I was a minority, but when I googled it, it turns out it was. Yeah. But you know, if you put yourself in a nice bubble, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are your goals after uh, after your studies? Uh, so now you're doing a master's. So uh, do you plan on staying here? Do you plan on uh, building something here, or? Uh What are your plans? Um, to be honest, I'm kind of like this guy who floats around and kind of sees what's up. So right now I'm just swimming, um, you know, getting, trying to qualify for for the next Olympics. And then after that, if I get a job in between, great. But I think that I, I have noticed that I only need one year mm-hmm. to of working experience to mm-hmm. get both my PNG uh, and to get the... Permanent residents, the Canadian permanent yeah. residents. So I think it's not a bad idea to work here for another year at least to get at least permanent residents. I feel like it's nice to be Canadian. It's not bad. I mean, I am a, a Italian, but I don't think it's a bad idea to have, be Canadian. I guess, and and I, somebody like me who's graduated and and you know, I I, I believe that I, it's not just I'm taking from the country, but like I feel mm-hmm. like I can give back in some yeah, sure. sort of way. Maybe open a business here. Maybe yeah, we need a lot of uh, workers here. So yeah. I think. Uh, I hope. I, I think we'll take you. <laughs> Thanks. That's a very nice way to see it, though. I, I, f- I think it's very mature of you to say, you know, it's not about taking from the country. It's about giving and contributing. Yeah. And yeah. You know, because my, my dad, he was a, a refugee from Palestine, right? Mm-hmm. So he relied on, he went to Italy and he relied on Italy to, to you know, give him and support him when he mm-hmm. was a refugee. So they supported him. And then now he's doing, you know, 
businesses there, working with them, and mm-hmm. you know, helping the economy there. So for me, if I'm if I'm going to be same, I'm I'm going to have to help Canada. It's not just like oh, I want to be a Canadian, you know, and just use use up everything, yeah. you know. Yeah. So well, it's a privileged a privileged thing to say, but. And uh, you talk about the permanent re- residence. Have you uh, applied maybe for a post-study uh, work permit? Yeah, so I applied. Uh, I applied. So how it was is for me, I had a, a study permit. Since I'm Italian, I don't actually have a visa on my passport. Mm-hmm. So other students, what they do is they have a study permit. When it's expired, they have to apply for their work permit, right? Yeah. But in between that period they have a visa that expires. So if they leave the country when they haven't got their work permit yet, they can't come back. Mm -hmm. And then they have Mm -hmm. to apply for the work permit outside, apparently. So for me, I don't have a visa. So I can go and come back as much as I want. But till now, I I applied like four months ago for to get my work permit. And uh, it's still not there, but I'm allowed to work. I'm allowed to do everything. Like, okay, great. Yeah, so I'm allowed to do mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, so it's it's great, but I don't actually have the work permit itself, um, and I'm allowed to enter Canada, which is great. But other other students, they cannot leave the country till they get the work permit. So some, I know some kids that are been here for a year, and they can't go back home because yeah. they don't have their work permit, and if they leave, they can't back, come back. Did you meet a lot of other international students in in Carleton? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, the, the the program I study with, there's a lot of immigrants. Well, yeah. not just immigrants, but you know, people from for international people, yeah. right? It's because uh, you know, engineering is uh, dominated, you know, by certain you know genders and certain you know people. So, um, and also the culture plays a big role because mm-hmm. you know, Middle Eastern cultures, for example, they push on people taking harder subjects so yeah sure sure and uh the the question i think is uh, kind of uh, important to ask everyone are you happy here how, how do you find life in, in canada you know i love it i i do love it i think that as long as i find a job that's able to keep a good life standard i feel like i would love to be here mm-hmm. um and so my my decision comes back to will i find a job or, you know, uh, yeah, a job basically that will pay enough mm-hmm. for me to live a good life here. And enough is subjective towards who you are and yeah, how sure. your life standard is, right? So I'm kind of a spoiled, you know, kind of guy. I, I mean, <laughs> Rod can tell. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, if if there's if there's something here, I would definitely mm-hmm. live here. There's no reason why I wouldn't live here. I, th- I feel like this is probably the best country in the world. Like, no, no joke. That's okay. a good. Uh, nice. That's a good quote for the for the podcast. <laughs> happy you, you said it. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually this means a lot because you you said it at the beginning, right? You're someone who's very international, so the fact that you think so highly of Canada, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know the laws here protect you. Yeah, uh, the people here are nice. So that's why, you know, some Canadians leave and they're like, why are people outside so rude? It's like, no, <laughs> they're not rude. It's just they're not as nice, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So. And yeah, and I think what's great about Canada is that it's of such a multicultural country. Right. And it's true that you are part of a minority, but there are so many minorities right. that at mm-hmm. one point it just creates this great mural of minorities and yeah. multiculturalism together. It depends on what bubble you put yourself in. Yeah. Because you can, you can totally, I mean, 
that's the thing I like. I mean, I'm I'm a practicing Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you look at the Muslim community, there's a mosque, and then all the Muslims live around the mosque, mm-hmm. and they're all happy. They're all friends with each other. It's like they create their own area, which is, you know, there's like Muslim shops. You can eat whatever you, and they, there's like shops that bring food from their home countries. It's fantastic. I mean, it's the law that allows you to, to do that. Um, and of course there's something else is that the immigration system is, is pretty high demanding and pretty well, like it's good Mm -hmm. so that it lets in the right people, you know, it's, that's, that's what it is. So I think that it's, Good. I mean, it sucks for a lot of people, but it, it's pretty good. And how, how did you talk about the immigration system being good? Uh, how, how was your experience with it? Uh, did, was it pretty, uh, pretty well? Did actually, you have uh, some uh, difficulties? <laughs> well, actually, funny enough, uh, for, for you to enter as an international student, you have to do a bunch of things, of course, you know, send your transcripts and whatever, but you're doing a questionnaire, who your family is, and most importantly, where is the income coming from? Okay. Yeah. And so you have to prepare this big document with like a list of things and like bank statements, you know, utility bills, you know, <laughs> you know, you have to find the water bills, electricity bills, everything, bank statement for the past four months. Imagine that yeah. you have to get your dad and your mom to have both their, both their salary certificates, their, their literally everything. Right. Anyways. So I, the beginning, I kind of didn't take that seriously. Okay. <laughs> so I thought it was just a joke. And so uh, I applied and I got rejected for the first time oh. when I applied to to come to Canada. Okay. So I'm wondering, I'm like, what? Like I got rejected, you know, whatever. And then I I go back. I'm, I'm not even joking because you can't think of something like this. Okay. But you, you go, I went back into the folders that I sent and the folder that I sent to prove all the money that I have, the income, whatever, and whatever, I sent a photo of Cristiano Ronaldo by accident. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, because <laughs> I just clicked on the wrong file. Okay. So, I, like, you can't make that up. Like, I mean, where would you ever, you know. So, you sent a picture of, <laughs> of Cristiano Ronaldo. I can just imagine the officer. Of <laughs> yeah. So. So, I mean, like by accident, of course, like Rod knows me and I could tell you like he would probably believe this. But <laughs> like anyway, so the second time I applied and I did like another thing. And I, of course, I put the right the right document yeah. and they accepted me. You took and, out the photo. Uh. Well, of course. And they, <laughs> they accepted me. And then what it is was when I entered Canada for the first time, I was talking to an immigration officer and he looked at my father and he's like, um, sir, you know, I've never ever seen anybody get rejected and then apply again and get accepted. And he's like, this is very rare. And he goes to talk to the other officers like, whoa, look at this guy, look at this guy. And he's like, what happened? And he's like, well, I explained the story to him. And he's like, wow, <laughs> you are probably the only guy that got rejected and then accepted later. Wow. So, <laughs> so I'm happy, you know, because if I didn't get that, like I know a lot of students in Dubai that that wanted to do the same thing yeah. and they got into the university. They have their university saying, yeah, yeah, we love you, whatever we want you, we want to take you. And then immigration says no. Oh no. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So what do they do? They can't go to Canada. And yeah. So there's at least three of my friends that couldn't come to Canada because of their passport. Mm. Mm. But uh, since you seem to have a lot of experience now with the immigration <laughs> process in Canada, would you consider bringing your family here? Um, 
I think my family we're we're Italian, right? So I mean, yeah. So I'm Palestinian, but we're we are able to live where we we're privileged enough to be able to live where we want. I mean, it, the Italy Canada, you know, the politics are fantastic. So we're, there's no problem with my family coming here. It's just they they live well in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So if they want to come here, they can come here themselves. It's it's not immigration for me is not a a hinder usually because I'm because of the privilege that I have having an Italian passport. But mm-hmm. if I had a Palestinian passport, A, I wouldn't be here. And uh, B, I mean, I would definitely have more of hardship, of course. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of people that do have hardship trying to get here. They get here as uh, refugee status or their parents have applied 10 years ago or, mm-hmm. you know, they take a long time to get here. So I didn't have that. And uh, you have a sister. Did your sister cons- consider uh, coming here or... Uh Was it a plan of hers or maybe joining you in the in the near future? Yeah. So, I mean, my sister is doing med med school. Mm. So she might want to come here. But again, it's like we get to choose where we yeah. go. So it's not as, oh, I want to come here for a better life. It's more like, oh, I want to come here because they'll pay more kind of thing. You know, like mm-hmm. I can decide to go to Europe. I can decide to go to France. But I, you still want to come here. Of course, there's a better life. But also it's it's just... Everything in, in general is better. So it's not just coming because it's, you know, where you are is mm. is, is a hardship. To kind have. of like your only choice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Choice yeah. You see, yeah. yeah. I mean, we live in Dubai, so it's, mm-hmm. not, uh, it's not that hard to live in Dubai. It's, uh, pretty yeah. And um, since you said you were interested in staying in Canada, is there a city in particular you'd like to live in? You know, funny enough, I actually really like Quebec because my partner, she's pro-Quebec. <laughs> and she's assimilated me into liking Quebec. So I really like Quebec, and I like the laws there. I really do. I like the civil civil law. And, of course, you guys are studying that. so We're kind of biased, but uh, yeah. it's a no, I, system. I, I like it, too, because I don't understand anything about uh, Ontarian law, because all I do is talk to my partner about civil law, so I understand that more. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that I would love to live in Montreal. There's a lot of engineering mm-hmm. stuff there. There's a lot of... I mean, WADA's there, like the World Anti-Doping Agency. Yeah. So mm-hmm. trying to see if I can work with them. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff and they speak English there. But but yeah, maybe Montreal. And there's a lot of uh, international organizations too. Uh, yeah. I think there's one of the cities in the world where there's uh, international. Like the most of uh, in, the most international organizations per per capita, I think. It's okay. A, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good this city for that. I like it. I like, my, I like Quebec, so. Yeah, I, Ottawa's not bad too. I mean, Ottawa's Ottawa's just normal. It's not great, <laughs> but not bad. <laughs> <laughs> What about the countryside? Would you be interested in moving? The countryside? I actually my favorite place in Canada is Saskatchewan. Wow. I've never been oh. there. Oh. I've never been there. Okay. <laughs> I've only saw photos and like my dream is to go to Saskatchewan. But I've told my dad that and he said, You're gonna go and then after a week you're gonna get bored. So So far, I haven't experienced living in the countryside, but I would definitely, definitely want to try it at least. I just love how we went from Montreal and Quebec City to yeah. Saskatchewan. <laughs> Normally, it's not, it's not a typical answer, but uh, I think people from there will will love that uh, 
people like you are interested <laughs> in uh, in Saskatchewan, uh, and you talk about uh, your uh, your partner uh, assimilating you to the the Quebec right. culture. Uh, do you plan on learning French in the future? Is it uh, is it a, a goal of yours? Um, you know, I've always told everybody this. I've actually taken seven years of of advanced French when I was in high school. Advanced, like yeah. the wow. word the word yeah. advanced, because I used to be able to like write communicate do everything in french and then you stop doing it and then you whatever but will i be able you know what i was thinking of something i mean i think the government's the quebec government's trying to get people to learn french yeah. if they're able to pay me a decent amount you know what i would i could think twice about it but it's difficult you know i have my life going on i have things going on i'm also not like this language learner mm -hmm. guy i'm more like an engineering kind of logic guy so you know it depends on the motives but i'm gonna say 50 50 could be mm -hmm. could be the it, good thing is you're kind of already in the system you know so i think it's it's easier for you than someone who for example doesn't know french and right. come directly to quebec i think because uh, sure. right now the government is is having some uh, worries about the yeah. survival of the french language but uh i yeah. mean you you already being here and uh, like wanting to move there and i think it's kind of something that's comes along the way you know it yeah. comes uh, naturally yeah. i think i would be able to learn it much faster than everybody else just of course my partner she speaks french yeah. every day i mean you speak french every day i live with you i so. speak french every day so yeah. i mean yeah i think i could learn it much much faster it's just that i have to put the time into it. Yeah. like i could it's just the question of it could would you know yeah but yeah. you know it sometimes it just comes to you naturally Yeah, mm -hmm. like you have your your partner, you have your friends. But he has good uh, pronunciation because uh, you know uh, I meet a lot of people <laughs> that try to show me their French skills, and it's not always that good. But uh, but he's good. He's good. He uh, he hears it a lot, so it's naturally easier. Yeah. I believe you. I yeah. believe yeah. you. Yeah. Well, but like I said, I mean, it's if because I know that um, if you, you can take like a six month French course and they'll pay you for it, something like that. I've yeah. Heard something like that. In yeah, integration classes. Are if I'm, if I'm ever, you know, there's a likelihood, like I'm like this person that if you pick on too much, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that I won't do, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's good about me, I guess. But yeah. And if you move to Montreal, uh, I yeah. think it's a perfect, uh, I think if I move to Montreal for someone with your profile, because you know, there's a French communities, like, uh, obviously the, the majority of people, but there's also kind of a, a whole col mixed culture. Uh, yeah. it's kind of, uh, and it helps when you have, uh, when French is not your first language, yeah. I think it's, uh, it's kind of comforting, you know, that you yeah. can uh, communicate with people without being completely isolated, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that when I, if I move to Montreal, that's definitely something that's going to be in my head. Like when I move, you know, if I end up going back to Dubai, I'm not sure the French will, will, you know, be a thing. But definitely if I move to Montreal, it's definitely going to be there. Well, uh, if you want to go in the sports world, I think uh, Montreal's I think bad. French is always a good language. Uh, sure. it's, it's the Olympic language, uh, I believe. Well, sure, so, sure. Uh, I mean, so FINA, FIFA, they're all in French. I mean, they're French words. Yeah, exactly. They do require, they don't require you to speak French, but it's, it's a great asset to speak French. Yeah. So, I mean, even uh, I think one of the things that I was applying to, it said that you don't need to speak it, but you should be able to understand a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, sure. You know? So if you receive an email in French, just be able to kind of understand what it's saying. Mm -hmm. you know? or, or you could just put it on Google Translate, but sure. Yeah, well, it's good It's <laughs> yeah. good to know, uh, <laughs> to know how to do it. Uh, well, I think uh, it was all... Uh, 
the questions we had for today. Uh, yeah, thank you uh, so much, Yazan, for no joining worries. us Thanks again. For having me. Such interesting conversation, honestly, and it's very nice to hear your perspective on everything, especially because you have so much experience mm -hmm. and you've been to so many places. You're such an international person, and I think it's really nice. So thank you so much. Thank you, and thank you, Rod, too, thank for you, joining. Sonia. Thank you, Yazan, for thank you for coming and uh, taking the time in because uh, you're leaving for a competition uh, yeah. soon, right? Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Well, I'm going to Dubai first, but I'm going to go to Australia, World Champs. So. Wow. Well, 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 wishing you the luck. best of Good luck. luck. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I hope your uh, shoulder uh, recovers oh, from no, it's the, fine. the I'm just training. I'm just trying to like not swim as much. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the coach doesn't shout at me. But no, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, uh, thank you Sonia. And uh, that was another great episode of the Moving Podcast.